Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. Even if I do it, it's a big deal when you start trying to say that faith in Jesus, dependence upon Jesus is not enough, that you have to add the sacraments of the church to it. No, you don't. Not according to the Bible. You have to be careful what we believe. There are traditions which should be rejected. The Bible is filled with instructions on how to live a life that points glory back to God that will make you a better person. But the fundamentals of salvation don't include anything you can do to earn a place in heaven. Today, Pastor Robert's going to remind you how works don't get you to heaven. It's by God's grace. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 15, as he continues his message, Destruction. Does it matter to you that God loves you enough to endure the cross, to be humiliated and tortured to death, just to give you the opportunity just to give you the opportunity. He's not forcing it on anybody. You see, for me, that moment came later. When I was, when I was a, a teenager, a young man, a young adult, it's like, okay, I believe in God, but, but I don't really care. Now, what I wanna focus on today, what I wanna focus on today is what it was that brought about this massive disruption and delay to the spread of the gospel. And I guess you could say that's observation number one. My first observation, my first point here, as we look at this kind of an introductory observation, is that there was a major delay. There was a major detour. The apostle Paul stopped. He had to stop preaching the gospel. They had just spent two years. They had spent years prior to that ministering to the Gentile believers there in Antioch, but now these False brethren, Paul calls them in Galatians chapter 2, these Pharisees who believed but who didn't believe. They believed that Jesus was their Messiah, but they didn't trust him for their salvation. They thought they had to do it. They thought they had to add to it. And they thought everybody had to work for it. Well, Paul, all of a sudden, he's like, in Galatians 2, he tells us after 14 years, 14 years total, he went with Barnabas. He took Titus, he says. They went back to Jerusalem, and he met privately with Peter, with the leaders, the apostles, the, the elders in the church in Jerusalem to make sure that I wasn't like 
totally losing my mind with what I was teaching. And he said, those leaders in Jerusalem affirmed my gospel message to the Gentiles. And that's what we read about in the rest of chapter 15 of the book of Acts. But these guys, see, these self-appointed critics from Jerusalem, they were apparently people who had that, you know, they would have labeled themselves, they would have called themselves Christians. The Bible even refers to them in believers, but then later it's clarified in Galatians 2 that, okay, they believed, but they were false brethren. Why were they false? Well, because they were changing the gospel. And Paul said in his letter to the Philippians, I think it was, it's like, if anybody does that, let them be accursed. He said, even if I do it, it's a big deal when you start trying to say that faith in Jesus, dependence upon Jesus is not enough, that you have to add the sacraments of the church to it. No, you don't. Not according to the Bible. You have to be careful what we believe. There are traditions which should be rejected. Now, Paul had to stop what he was doing. It was absolutely essential that he stop preaching and making disciples and sharing the gospel because this was a foundational question. It had to be resolved, and it was. Now, as we keep going through the book of Acts, as we go through the rest of the New Testament, it becomes apparent that these false brothers were never satisfied. He refers to them later as the mutilation because they continued trying to teach Gentile believers that you got to be circumcised. You have to keep kosher. You, you have to keep the law. You're not really saved. Faith in Jesus is not enough. You need our blessing as well. And so Paul gets really forceful about it in some of his letters. No, faith in Jesus, you and Jesus, faith in Jesus is enough for your salvation. It's not enough for your Christianity. Do you understand the difference that I'm making? We need each other. I can't do this without you. I can't live this Christian life without you. You can't live this Christian life and bear fruit without relationship with other believers. We need each other. We need each other. In his letter to the Corinthians, Paul, a lot, he talks about the fact that I'm a mouthpiece. I'm a mouthpiece. That's kind of the function that I play within the body of Christ. My wife, I remember when Pastor JP first came on staff, you know, she told Pastor JP, listen, you'll have to help Robert be aware of the calendar because he won't know that it's Easter in two weeks. He's focused on this Sunday, what has to be done this Sunday, what has to be addressed today, what has to be addressed this week. I'm firmly convinced because I used to ask God, why me of all people? Why did you send me to Miami Beach? It makes no sense from my perspective. Now that was back then. This is now. Now I understand it. Now I understand it because he had drilled into me as a young man. It had been drilled into me. You never give up. And it doesn't matter whether there's one person there to study the Bible with you or a thousand people there to study the Bible with you. Your trophy in heaven is not going to be any fancier. It's not going to be any bigger. 
the reward that matters is not going to be changed, whether it's one person who comes to know Jesus or a million people who come to know Jesus through your ministry. It's not going to change because it's a question of faithfulness. That's one place where Mother Teresa definitely got it right. You know, Mother Teresa one time was asked about success, and she said, God didn't call me to be successful. He called me to be faithful. That's right. Just be faithful. Just be obedient. These guys came, and they were criticizing, and they were trying to bring people back into bondage. And Paul said, no, no. It disrupted the ministry. Everything ground to a halt. And they had to go to Jerusalem. They had to waste probably months. Just looking at some of his letters, I wonder if it didn't turn into years of time that he wasted, as far as the gospel was concerned, addressing these disruptive disputes. People not getting saved, people not being set free, taught, trained, because the focus has had to shift to the dispute. You know, the Bible teaches us that we need to avoid disputes over doctrine. Listen to this. When the Apostle Paul wrote to Titus, he had sent young Titus, who was a Greek, by the way, uncircumcised, a believer, He sent him to the island of Crete, and he told him in Titus chapter 1, he's like, listen, Cretans are evil beasts. They're lazy. They're gluttonous. They're liars. That's why I sent you there, because they need leadership. But now in chapter 3, verse 8, he says, this is a faithful saying, and these things I want you to affirm constantly, that those who have believed in God should be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable to men. Do you understand what he's saying? It doesn't save you, but you better be doing it nonetheless because it's profitable. It's good. It's good to be working for Jesus, to be doing things with other Christians. It's, this is good. Maintain good works. You need to be telling them this all the time. Verse 9, but avoid foolish disputes, genealogies, contentions, strivings about the law, because they are unprofitable and useless. Listen, it's strong language. The book of Acts is a fascinating look at the church and the first believers and followers of Jesus. It's not the church as you may know it today, the building you're used to attending, or the worship service format you're familiar with. But this early body of believers paints a beautiful picture of deep fellowship, connected community, and sustaining faith, values that are still held by Christians today. As you continue to study this book with Pastor Robert, you'll see how hardship tested these men and women and how they trusted the Lord. You'll also discover how God used them and their testimonies to spread the good news to the world. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or would like to explore more of Pastor Robert's messages from Main Thing Radio, visit mainthingradio.com today or download our mobile app to listen anytime, anywhere. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just follow the link you'll find at the website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you too if you have any questions or if you'd like prayer. 
give us a call at 305 531 2730. That's 305 531 2730. We're so glad you joined us today. Our time with you has come to an end, but be sure to tune in next time to keep learning from the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio, 